Hi guys, welcome back to the Balanced and Empowered Fitness Podcast. Hannah Polly and Courtney Jones here. We hope you guys are all enjoying this beautiful day. Um, it is Friday as we're recording this and it's second day of fall here in Ohio and it, it's just the weather it just has me so hyped. <laughs> um, so it just made my day amazing since I woke up and walked my dogs. But um, I hope you guys are all enjoying your day. Thank you for being on here. Courtney, how are you doing? How has your week been so far? Yeah, my week has been good. Um, I know that for last podcast, you were out, right? But you're feeling good now, like over that sickness you, you had going on. Yes. I'm feeling much better. Like I just still have like a stuffy nose and like I cough a little bit, but like literally last week I was coughing every, like every like 10 seconds. It felt like I'm like, I cannot be on a podcast, (laughs) but feeling much better. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. And so last week I recorded the, the pregnancy podcast. So I'm sure Everybody is probably tired of hearing me talk about my pregnancy, but, um, no, no real update this week though. We did get our anatomy scan, um, this week and everything's good and he's measuring good. And so that's great. Um, and I've, I felt really good this week, like more than normal. Um, like, I feel like I've had a pretty smooth sailing pregnancy, but this week I've had like a lot of energy. I just feel really good. Um, and I also think it has to do with like, I was eating out more frequently than like I really had been before. And this week, um, just because me and Will are like trying to get on the same page with like saving and finances and trying to pay our debt off and things like that. Um, and so like we haven't ate out this week except for one time so far. And I just feel so, I don't know if that has to do with it, which I'm sure it does because I'm not eating like even though I eat kind of healthy when I eat out, it's still processed. It still has preservatives. Um, and so like something that I've noticed this week is like, I feel so much better. I don't feel bloated at all. Um, and my skin and my face are way better. Like they're not broke out and I have eczema too. So like whenever I eat kind of more processed inflammatory type foods, like my face will kind of get inflamed or spots in my body will get inflamed. Um, and so that's has been better too, but um, overall, I just, I feel so much better this week, which again, like power of food, um, eating whole food and eating at home. <laughs> um, and also too, I mean, like I'm in my second trimester, so that's probably has to do with it too. Um, <laughs> we'll see by the time I get into my third, how I'm feeling, but, uh, other than that, it's been a good week just working. Um, first day of fall was yesterday. So it's a lot cooler out now. We just closed the pool up like last week, I believe, um, as well. So everything winter is coming around. <laughs> so I'm ready for sweats and like warmer clothes. Cause all my summer clothes just like do not fit me anymore. <laughs> They're all tight. <laughs> oh, I'm excited. It's crazy. Like you closed your pool and stuff like fall is definitely like it's here. <laughs> that's exciting, but that's exciting. I'm glad that you're feeling good. I was going to say your face like looks leaner too. It's like crazy. Yeah. I you're just like, feel so like, yeah. I just feel less like, I don't know, inflamed, I guess, bloated. And I think it just has to do with the quality of foods that I've been eating this week. It's crazy. Like, because guys, we're on Zoom when we do these podcasts. So I only see Courtney from like the chest up. It's like, this is not a pregnant woman. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. She's not pregnant. She looks so lean and her face looks nice and chiseled. I love it. So (laughs) 
that's good though. <laughs> like, like I just said, it gives us women who haven't had babies yet or hope, you know, because a lot of women in my family have been really sick through pregnancy. So I pray to God that that's not just like a genetic thing. And I hope that if I do have kids one day, uh, <laughs> if mine's, you know, hopefully mine's smooth sailing like yours has been so far. So. Yeah, it's been it's been good. Right. For I I just got a wax this morning, which by the way, Brazilian waxes are so much worse when you're pregnant because you feel everything. Uh-huh. Um, it's definitely not as bad as the first time I ever went, um, but they're definitely worse now that I am pregnant and just like you know you have more blood flow um, and all of those things, so you just feel like pain more. And so they suck, but she was saying the same thing of like, cause I said that I had only gained like nine pounds so far at like 20, um, at 20, almost 22 weeks now. And she was like, wow. Like, she's like, I can't even tell you're pregnant. <laughs> I, I'm like kind of wearing a sweater too, but I'm like, yeah, that's what most people keep saying is like, you look so small. <laughs> that's amazing. That's so good though. And that's so good that like, not only you look good, but like you feel good too. You know, like that's so wonderful. <laughs> I mean, you're literally growing a baby human inside you. So like, that's so great that you're feeling so good. Like I, there's, I mean, women who are like surrogates, they're like, oh my God, I just love being pregnant. And I've never understood that. But I like, I mean, you, you know, when you get that pregnancy glow and you feel good, it's like, hey, why not? You know, <laughs> people keep saying that it's because I'm having a boy too. And just like having, a boy, I guess is so much better than having a girl. So I'm like, oh, that could be a two, <laughs> you know? Yes. Team boy mom. That's awesome. <laughs> excited um and and guys just with like just have like a fun topic for you guys today um with football season coming around well it's here actually and you know with it being fall I experienced this uh at a Bengals game a few weeks ago and I'm like oh my god this would be such a great topic because I caught myself in this scenario in the situation I'm like oh my god I know that like so many people catch themselves in the situation at like sporting events or just places where like you don't have control over what foods that are there and you're there for like multiple hours on end um so we wanted to give you guys some insight on how to go about you know if you're someone who you know, trying to eat healthier and make better choices, you know, sometimes you'll get in situations where you're, you don't have your normal foods with you. You don't have the, your normal environment. You're like, oh my God, what, what do I do? What's the best option here? <laughs> so we want to give you guys some insight Um, because again, this is really common with like football games, especially in like the stadiums, because you can't bring food in. I think it's a little different with like school, like, you know, high school, middle school, peewee football and, and sporting events, because like you can typically bring food in there with you, but like, it's just good to know for any, anyway, on hand, like how to make the best choices possible, um, you know, when you're in these types of like situations. So, and when there's not any like healthy options available, like typically at restaurants, restaurants these days, it's 2022. Like there's always typically more healthier options there, but you don't always get that at like, like I said, sporting events, or even like maybe for some of you who have like work events when foods catered in, it's not always like the healthiest option. So it's just, you know, we're going to give you guys some tips on how to make the best choices possible from there. (laughs) Yeah. And even if you're just like not prepared, um, and maybe you're like on the go and you're kind of in a, in a time crunch, what most people will do is just not eat. And that's typically not the route that you want to go. Um, cause eating something is always better than nothing. Even if it's just like a McDonald's hamburger, like, you know, there's probably more options that you could pick that are a little better there, but, um, you know, sometimes it, it is what it is. Just like Hannah said, like going to football games and, um, especially when you can't take food in and, and things like that. Like I know, cause when we go to Reds games, I think, I think you can take like closed snacks and things like that, that into the game. Um, but knowing kind of like 
just like to get a meal, right? Because you're there for several hours. Like you can take snacks, but typically yeah. I'm like, okay, like I need to eat a meal um, while I'm here. Um, and so just kind of navigating like what types of foods they have there, which again is typically like ballpark food um, or, you know, like football stadium foods, like burgers and nachos and, and whatnot. But um, eating something is always better than nothing when you're in a very, very hungry state of mind. <laughs> Absolutely. And that's like, literally the worst like I hate being hangry and I know that like and like Courtney said like you can take in like sometimes I'll take in like a little Greek yogurt and like an apple like in my pockets like when I wear like a big winter coat into the like the winter games but it's like that's just like not enough when I'm there for five hours like girl needs food <laughs> and uh, you know you can't take like full course meals so I always have to resort to eating what's there and it's not always the healthiest option, but there's ways to go about making it more fitting, whether you're someone who tracks macros or just being aware of portions and just not overindulging. Um, but also want to kind of go over like the mindset side of things here, because I know how it can be if you're someone who is you're seeing progress and you're eating healthier and you're trying to make healthier choices. And like you feel like, oh, my gosh, if I eat this ballpark food, I'm just like it's ruining all this hard work I put in. And it's like sometimes like life happens these situations are going to happen like it's okay it's this is not something that happens every day you're not you're not overindulging on ballpark food every single day you know it's just one of those scenarios in life where we're going to have to just make choices and do what we can that day it's not going to be you know the healthiest foods possible but like you're still these tips can help you again make the best choices possible when you're in these situations and we keep saying ballpark food this is an example but this this goes for like any place that you feel like you don't have any control over the food and there's not like really any healthier options available well, like um, a wedding like a wedding or yes, like an event, yeah. like a work event or something that like the food yeah. is maybe provided and obviously you're probably not going to take your own food into a wedding um but being like having those types of like events as well and just anything where you're in a situation situation where you're not prepared, but there's other food around and just like how to kind of navigate, go about it and actually just like have the mindset of being like, okay, this is fine. Like, I'm just going to do what I can do in this situation. And, you know, because typically the mindset is where we go wrong. Like that's where we really struggle. It's not necessarily that eating this food is going to ruin everything. It's more so we think it is. Um, and then we kind of go down this spiral. And then typically this can lead to just like even just overeating or making even worse decisions when it comes to food versus just making like a neutral decision because we don't really have any emotion one way or the other. And just being like, okay, like this is fine. I'm just going to do what I can. Um, and that saying that I always say is like, just focus on what you can in the given moment and in the given situation, like, because that's all you can do. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and like Courtney said, like mindset is so big on this and you know, it's the, when you have to do this or just anytime you aren't, you don't have your normal foods. Like that's not a reason to just throw in the towel. Like, oh, well I have to eat this, you know, this meal. So I might as well just eat whatever I want the rest of the day and just call this throw in the towel for the day, you know, take, take an L for the day. Like that is not the mindset you want to have because like, that's the beauty of like flexible dieting and portions. It's like, people think that like, fitness is all about just eating perfect 24 seven. And that's not what it's about. It's about making 
the most health conscious decisions on a consistent basis. You know, that's fitting to your goals, whether you're tracking macros or you're just trying to make healthier choices. Like you're not going to eat perfect 24 seven. And when you, you know, when you have to resort to options like this, like there's not, that's not a reason to just give up on the day. Like, it's not like Courtney said, it's, you might think it's going to hinder your progress or set you back, but in reality, it's not, you might just feel a little bloated or like your stomach might be a little bit upset because, <laughs> because, you know, you're eating something different than you're used to. Um, and like we said, it's better to eat something versus nothing if you're going to be at a stadium for four to five hours like don't just like starve and sit there because you're worried about eating something like this is why we're going to go over this to make sure to get something in your stomach eating something is better than eating nothing that's something I've always lived by since like my my, my older brother's telling me that when I first like started getting the lifting when I was like 17 or 18 like they were like don't just go hours without eating like even if you're out you eat and there's only pizza there eat a piece of pizza versus just like letting yourself starve I'm like okay that's, that's a good mindset to have <laughs> um so just to get started like beforehand. So this gets easier the more that you do it. So I go to like almost every home Bengals game. So I know kind of how it goes. I know I'm going to be there for a long time. I know I can't take food in there. So this is, it has been a lot easier to prepare versus the first time I went, I was a little like, I was like, oh my God, what do I do? You know, <laughs> obviously I adjusted in the situation, but as you start like going to these situations and you like, every time you experience these types of things, you learn what to do beforehand. So this is like very similar to like, if you have like a holiday or like an event you're going to, like if you, like most events have food, right? So like, you don't want to go all day without eating beforehand with the, with the uh, intention of, oh, I'm going to, I know I'm going to eat, you know, so much later, I'm just going to not eat all day because that way I can, you know, save room for calories, which is like the worst mindset to have. You never want to go into any situation with food starving and you never want to have that mindset in general of like not eating for a prolonged period of time. Um, so just to give you an example. So like I said, I go to the Bengals games. So I know how they work. Um, you know, they typically start at one. So beforehand, I got two meals in, I got some protein and carbs in and veggies in, et cetera. Um, also some water in. So that way, by the time I got there, I wasn't already starving. You know, I know I was going to be there for four to five hours. Um, and that just kind of helps you get started on like your calories for the day. And that way, again, I'm not going into a situation with the most unhealthy food possible, completely starving. When you're starving, I always like compare it to when you're drunk, right? You like when you're drunk, like you don't typically don't make the best choices with food. It's very similar when you're starving um, or like hangry. So a really good rule of thumbs is prioritizing protein and veggies beforehand, you know, drink a protein shake, eat some toast in the morning, and then beforehand, eat some chicken and a sweet potato. And this is a very general example. It really depends on like your goals. If you're someone who's tracking macros, like make it fit in your macros, plan beforehand. Um, but also hydrate. So like I drink water on the way to the game. And then also as soon as I got into the game, I bought two bottles of water, knowing that they could pretty much last me the whole game um, that I could sip on just like just to stay hydrated. Because again, you, you want to stay hydrated always, but in any situation, especially when like you are going to be somewhere for a prolonged period of time it's important to just have that water on hand and you're not going hours and hours without drinking water or eating like this makes me cringe to even even say that um but like I said hydrating beforehand getting meals in beforehand it helps you avoid getting to the point where you're like starving and dehydrated which typically then you're not going to feel good you're going to be miserable and you typically won't make the best choices with food when it is that time to eat <laughs> Yeah. And to touch on the mindset side of things too, when it comes to, um, when it comes to eating, it's very difficult to like have a, a realistic 
uh, moment when you're eating things that feel like we shouldn't be eating them, right? Like sometimes it feels like it's the end of the world, right? If we eat a cookie um, and we know that like, we really don't want to eat a cookie because it doesn't support our goals and it wasn't really in our plan for that day. And so like, you know, we have both been there where we eat something and it like feels like the end of the world because we did something that wasn't necessarily planned for the day or, um, you know, was something that we really never eat. And we think it's going to ruin our progress and make us feel terrible and all those things. But it's really just the mindset that of like, okay, it's fine. Like I'm going to eat one cookie and just like not being, or having emotional attachment to certain foods and things, which again, that comes with like an approved relationship with food. But the more that you go through these experiences, um, the more that you kind of learn like, oh, that one cookie didn't make me gain five pounds. Like I thought it did. Right. So like you go through that process of like, oh, okay. Being on vacation last week really didn't make me gain the 10 pounds that I thought it would. Um, especially when you keep those lifestyle factors um, into play, but definitely staying hydrated in any event or situation is key. Um, and I know for me, which Hannah, you're probably the same way now too, is that like, I can't go long without water because my body is like, I need, I need hydration because I'm used to drinking water all day, every day. And like, if you see me, I typically have my tumbler of water with me or a bottle of water with me or something, because it's like, I go to a doctor's appointment and it's like 30 minutes to an hour. I'm like, man, I'm so thirsty. <laughs> like I don't drink anything for 30 minutes to an hour. And so, um, just being in that habit of, of staying hydrated makes such a big difference. And then especially eating, before you go to like events or holidays, like that is the key, which most people are like, oh, I'm not going to eat because I am, you know, I, I'm going to this football game later. And so I, I don't want to use all my calories beforehand, which is just going to make you feel worse. It's going to make you even hungrier. Um, and again, like if you can do anything, just try to prioritize like getting in some whole foods, especially protein, because that's probably something that's going to be harder to find at the events and, and things that you're going to, but definitely eating beforehand. Um, it is so helpful. Yes. Yes. And I used to, I was so guilty of this. Like when I was younger and I had a really unhealthy relationship with food and I tried to eat like perfect all the time. When I knew me and my family did this thing or for some reason we, we would always get a golden corral like every weekend. I was like, Oh my God, I'm going to go ham. I'm not going to eat all day beforehand. <laughs> that way I can eat so much later and not feel guilty. And that is like the worst mindset to have, you know, cause then I go crazy, eat the worst types of things there. And then I ended up feeling like sick and my stomach hurt. And I'm like, why did I do that? So like, you just don't want to get yourself in that situation and getting food in beforehand, like Courtney said more wholesome foods and, and water and beforehand will help you avoid doing that. We, again, just like the mindset side of things, we don't want to have that mindset around food of like feeling like we just starve ourselves all day to eat later. Um, it's not fueling our body throughout the day. And if, even if that means lighter meals in the beginning of the day, you know what I mean? You just don't want to go without like eating absolutely nothing. So just to give you guys some like specific examples. And these are like real life examples here of what I've seen um, when you are stuck in these situations and you just have these foods and you're like, okay, well, how do I go about this? Like, what do I eat all of it? What do I do? So and this is going to be very different for like the person, what, like if you're tracking macros, what you have in your macros, um, you know, it, it just depends. Um, also, like if you're someone who does track macros, like, like for me now, I always plan beforehand. So I know, okay, I'm going to the Bengals game. I know I'm going to have like some chicken tenders there. So I like already pre-log that into my macros and then I just plan my other meals around it throughout the day. So that way I'm still able to get the tenders while I'm there and also staying within my macros throughout the day. 
Um, so just to give you guys some examples. So again, we're talking ballpark food here. So uh, let's, you know, a lot of places they have chicken tenders and basket of fries, um, buffalo wings and fries, and a huge thing of nachos with cheese all over it, maybe like burger and a basket of fries. So obviously looking at all these examples, they're not the healthiest options, right? You don't have any grilled chicken or lighter options or anything like that. So for example, if there's, okay, chicken tenders and basket of fries, um, you know, a lighter choice would be just eat the chicken tenders and skip on the fries because that way you're prioritizing your protein in the meal and you're not overdoing it on like the fats. Um, like, and again, like I said, everyone's different. Like I could definitely make the chicken tenders and fries fit in my macros if I wanted to. So you can totally do that. But also I know that that's not going to make me feel good. Like I'm not going to feel good if I eat a whole thing of chicken tenders and french fries like I'm gonna feel bloated my stomach's probably gonna hurt so like for me it's like I'd rather just eat the five six tenders track those my macros and skip out on the fries just like the smarter like healthier lighter choice there um another example is like burger and a basket of fries so like the smarter choice would be just eat the burger you're getting your protein in from the meat you're gonna eat some carbs from the bun and then just skip on the fries because then you're not like overdoing it or if you're someone who's maybe low on carbs or you know you don't have a lot of carbs to work with take the bun off and just eat the burger you know what I mean so like you're still getting something in and again I'm not saying you can't eat the fries you can totally make it work to where maybe just you do eat the burger and fries if you can fit it in your macros but typically like again you're probably if you're someone who is really trying to eat healthy you're not always going to feel the best if you do that. And I'm all about like eating things that make me feel good <laughs> versus eating things that are going to make me sick. So typically if you prioritize the protein option in those, it's going to help you so much. Um, or like hot dog with like if the you know, options, hot dog with chips, like smarter choice, eat the hot dog and just skip on the chips. You know, like you're just thinking of portions here and how to make the meal a little bit lighter while also prioritizing protein your the best way possible so I hope that that makes sense like I said I'm by no means saying like you can't eat french fries <laughs> I'm just saying to make these choices lighter for you this is how you can go about it you just want to prioritize the protein source there and kind of pass on the side if you can um, if you're a vegetarian or vegan it could definitely get a little bit more tricky here because obviously you're not eating like the meats and typically ballpark food is all like burgers chicken tenders you know hot dogs um but the best way to do it would just be like maybe do like just a serving of fries um, or like just like a little serving of chips and not like doing both and not overindulging on both and just trying to prioritize protein the rest of the day beforehand, the rest of the day and like beforehand if possible. So I know that's kind of like a lot there, but I hope that, that makes sense in terms of like just like how to make like more healthier decisions. And just again, it's all about portions. Like you're just not overindulging. You're eating to get some food, some energy, but also you're not overindulging and making yourself sick or like making yourself where like your stomach hurts. <laughs> yeah. And I think this also depends on like where you're at kind of in your like fitness journey as well, or like kind of what phase you're in as well versus like the route and choices that you decide to go here. Like for me, if I was in like just a maintenance phase, I wasn't dying or dieting or anything. Like maybe I would just eat the chicken and fries and like, then, you know, just eat like a light dinner or something like that. So it just, it really depends on where you're at. But obviously if I was like dieting, I was trying to stick to my deficit, like trying to make these decisions with, um, choosing one thing over the other or swapping things out, or maybe like taking the bun off. Um, all of those things are very, very helpful as well. Um, depending on like where you're at in your phase 
choice. But again, neither like one option or the other is like bad versus good. If it's, you know, if you're tracking your macros and like Hannah, she goes to these games um, like often. So she kind of knows how to go about it. But the first time you go, like you kind of get a feel, a feel for it. And then you have like a better idea the next time you go in, which you can prepare a little bit better. So it's not the end of the world either way, <laughs> um, but you can still have a good understanding and like being prepared in that sense is really helpful. So I know for me, um, when we go to the Reds game, they have a Montgomery in there, which is nice because they actually have some like decent protein sources. Um, so they have Turkey there, which is really good. And I'll always get the Turkey because it's just like a really lean, uh, protein source. Um, but I'll eat the Turkey. It comes with like a bun you can get barbecue sauce and stuff. So sometimes, you know, I'll just eat the Turkey and like, that's it. Um, I won't even eat the bun sometimes, but then you know, if I want like a, a side of fries or like, I really want some French fries or something, I'll get the turkey sandwich, but I'll just eat the turkey and then I'll get the side of fries. Right. So I'm getting the protein source and then I'm getting kind of my carbs and fats from the fries, but I'm leaving the bun off of my sandwich, which kind of saves some calories from carbs there. So it really just depends. And like, you get better at this with navigating these situations with time. Um, but tracking macros is so helpful, um, in this situation, having the education of tracking, because that is what gives you the education on the types of foods that you're going to be consuming. So when you go into a football game or you go into an event, you can look and be like, okay, chicken tenders, that's going to give me some protein. That's going to give me a pretty good, probably amount of fats because they're deep fried. And they're also going to give me carbs, right? Or if you look at a burger, you're gonna be like, okay, that's probably a little bit higher in fat. And it's going to give me some carbs from the bun, but you can kind of decipher, um, between these types of food options that you have, because you have the education and knowledge from tracking your food food normally on a consistent basis. And you can kind of see like how those foods, um, play a role, but also too, if you're able to track the foods that you eat at, um, like ball games or whatever, you can also start to see, okay, this is what these macros would be for these certain foods that I'm eating. Um, and then you would just have a better understanding to how, how to go about those, um, in that way around those foods. So having the education, and time and practice and just experience is what leads you to be able to make these decisions on like a split second, you know, like we can kind of do now because we've done it for so long. Absolutely. It, it makes the biggest difference. And like, you'll just like learn as you go, you know, like Courtney said, if you're a beginner, you're just trying to make healthier choices. Like this might be super overwhelming. Like, okay, wait, what do I do? But again, just thinking, thinking of prioritizing protein and, you know, just thinking of like lighter options. And again, if you're someone who track macros, this will get easier too, because you, you learn so much about portions and foods and what fits in your macros. And, you know, I eat a pretty high amount of calories. So like, when I go to these Bengals games, like, yeah, I could totally fit the chicken tenders and fries in my macros. I could totally make it fit. But like, I'm like, as you like get along your fitness journey too, you start to learn just like, you just like become obsessed with feeling good. So like, I'm just all about like eating things that make me feel good. And I'm like, okay, I know I could fit these fries in. I don't really want them because like, I know I'm just, I'm not going to feel good if I eat that with the chicken tenders. It doesn't go well with my digestion, you know? So you also start to learn like what works well with your body and just how to make the best choices possible. I just learn what's worth it. It to you absolutely, like, absolutely. like how you feel and what you like yeah. to consume yeah. which is for everybody <laughs> yeah like I'm not like oh I can't have french fries like yeah, I could totally have the french fries but like I just like don't want them because like simply like I know that I'm just not gonna feel the best afterward <laughs> uh I don't I don't like to feel all bloated and my stomach hurts so that's something to you just like you learn your body so much more as you go and like tracking macros is great because of that you really learn so much about portions and how to feel your body properly. 
Um, and just like if you are someone who tracks macros, and this this goes also for any type of thing, like any type of restaurant that maybe isn't in my fitness pal, like like what you do is you just search generic options because obviously those exact unless it's like Montgomery and like Courtney said, then you can probably search that and use those exact entries. But for where where I'm at, the Bengal Stadium, like just like kind of a random place that has like chicken tenders, so it's not exactly in my fitness pal, but I'll just search a random entry. I'll put, okay, five chicken tenders, you know, and I'll typically use either the verified option or just like the option with like the highest amount of calories. Cause typically they're all fairly close. Like you're not going to be far off. So it's not going to be like a perfect guess or it's not going to be like a perfect match, but it's also going to be like in the ballpark, which again is, is what we're shooting for here. We're not striving for perfection. We're just trying to be in the ballpark in these types of situations. And you're still being aware of like portions. So that ha- that's with anything. That's anytime you go out somewhere and you can't find it, my fitness pal, just search in my fitness pal and use like generic options. If you go to like this random steakhouse and you get a six ounce sirloin and a sweet potato use six ounce sirloin entry, you know, try to find, I always say, try to go for like the highest calorie one, as long as it's not like way over the other entries, typically they're all very close. Um, but that way you're not like underestimating or like the verified option, like the green check mark. And then just like, okay, this is a four ounce sweet potato. Like it's okay to do that. And that's what all of our clients do when like they go to restaurants and, or places like this where they like, they're like, okay, I don't know how to log this. What do I do? That's what we tell them to do because they're still being aware of portions and like being in the ballpark. And and the biggest thing here is like, you're not overindulging when, when you do that. So, um, so yeah, I hope that that gives you guys some insight just on, again, on how to like, you don't want to like overthink it too much. I know this can seem like really overwhelming, <laughs> uh, but you don't want to overthink it too much as far as like, oh my God, am I going to like ruin my goals or am I doing this right? It's just, again, you want to just think smart. Like how can I make the most health conscious decisions here that I'm going to feel okay about and having the mindset around it? Like, okay, I'm going to eat these chicken tenders or I'm going to eat these chicken tenders and fries. And I know I can make this fit into my macros. Um, so it's just all about, again, just like learning and education as you go, just like you learn so much about like your body and feeling your body properly when you track macros. So this does get easier, but also, like I said, if you're someone who doesn't track macros and you don't work with a coach, like just trying your best to prioritize protein and get veggies in, in any situation like this that you can, and just not overindulge like not eating yourself past feeling sick and staying hydrated. You're going to be just fine. <laughs> You know, you don't want to think too much into it. Just just sometimes prioritizing protein and making those healthier choices and lighter choices will make the biggest difference for you in the long run. I think something else that's really helpful is a lot of times people just don't think ahead about food. Um, like it's just, it, it may just not be like a priority in their life yet, or, you know, they kind of have other things to worry about. Obviously, like we have other obligations or kids or husbands or whatever, like we have a lot of other things to worry about, but, um, just always kind of keeping that food in the back of your mind of like, oh, I'm going to have to eat today. Like, what am I going to do? And just having some sort of like plan or thought into place is so helpful with the mentality side of things, but also just kind of having a plan and not feeling like lost and saying whatever, or that effort mindset and just get whatever and not worry about it and say, you know, I'll worry about it later. And then you feel terrible and you kind of regret your choices because like you didn't think about it and you were like in the moment. And, um, so it's just, it's way better just to kind of think ahead of like, Oh, okay. I'm going to a football game today. I'm going to eat a little bit lighter before I go eat whatever I can find there. That's a little bit better. And then, you know, I'll eat whatever for dinner, maybe a little lighter. So it's just kind of going about it in that way and making smart decisions for where you're at and your goals and just having like that better relationship with food and that mentality around food and all of those 
things is so helpful um, with going into these situations, which I, I feel like we could go like on a lot of different avenues here when it comes to talking about this and, and more so like mindset related side of things, because the food within itself isn't really the issue. Um, it's like what we think about and how we associate with like the food and kind of what's going on um, with what we're doing and the situation that we're in, but just being like, okay with your choices, but also knowing that your choices and a majority of your choices are suited for your goals and your health. Um, but these, you know, choices that maybe are not so suited for that, it, it's okay to still make those choices and like, we can still move forward from them and it's not going to ruin everything. Absolutely. That's so, that's such a good point to touch on too, because you know, it is, it's like, it's all about what you're doing on a consistent basis. Like you're not having to eat these fried foods and just eating whatever, every single day. You know what I mean? Like if you're someone who makes, you know, looking at it like a, a week, it's like, okay. I was like nine, like over 80%, let's say consistent or 90% consistent. So like that one time where you're going to have to, you know, eat some more fried food than you're wanting to, or whatever it may be, it's not going to hinder your progress that you back. It's not something you're doing all the time. Consistently you're doing, you know, you're making better choices and, you know, you're living a healthier lifestyle. So like, I, oh, I used to be so guilty of this when I was younger, I thought that like, oh my God, if I just eat this one, the skyline, then like, it's just going to ruin my week of perfect eating. It's like, I don't know why I thought that. I don't know why we all think that like going into fitness, but it's like, it's definitely not like that. It's not about perfection. It's about like staying, making the best choices in align to your goals over a consistent period of time and like practicing that. So that way, again, you're not going to be perfect every single day, but, um, but yeah. And again, just like the mindset around food is so important here. And that could be like a whole separate separate episode too. Um, cause it does have a lot, to, a lot to do with mindset. When you, when you really repair your relationship with food and you get, you achieve food freedom, you like, you're able just to go in any situation like Courtney and I always talk about and just know how to go about food without feeling anxious or guilty at all. Like every time I go anywhere, I'm like, okay, this is what I'll get. And this is like, it's not the best choice, but like, it's the best choice here that I can make possible for my goals. And I'm okay with that. <laughs> it's not something I do every single day and I'm totally okay with that. So it just takes time and, and practice. So you guys will get there, but I hope that these tips help with just like making, you know, smarter choices when you're kind of, if you're at that point where you're confused, like, oh my God, what do I do? Do I not eat? Like, please eat. <laughs> don't go four or five hours without eating with it, with the mindset of, oh my God, I don't, I don't want to eat any of this. I'm going to ruin my goals because that's not going to happen. Um, prioritize protein and veggies if you can. And I promise just get back at it as soon as you're done and you're going to be just fine. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But, but thank you guys so much for uh, hopping on this call or this episode. Sorry, I always say call because we do team calls. <laughs> but um, I hope this was helpful. Like I said, I had a lot of clients reach out about um, like football games and stuff after we did this call. So this would be a good topic to cover with football season coming around, just being like, you know, in those types of situations and just like with fall, like being here and having events where there's gonna be a lot of food and you're maybe you're unsure of how to go about situations. So um, we hope this helps. And this, like I said, this can relate to any situation not just like stadiums or or work events this can be anywhere where there's food and you're like okay how do I make the best choices possible here but but anyway guys thank you so much if you like this episode please share um leave us a review we always appreciate feedback um tag us if you share on your story like I said we just love to hear feedback and that you guys are listening so <laughs> um we'll see you guys next episode and we hope you guys have a great weekend yes bye guys thank bye. you